0: tap in time a Chapman stick podcast whether you've played the instrument for years or are just curious if it's stick talk you're looking for this is the place so come along and stay a while hello and welcome to tap in time this is episode 21 I'm Claire I'm
1: Victor and I'm Rodrigo Wow, 21 Episode
0: 21, I know. We were so, you know, into talking to Greg last time, we didn't celebrate episode 20, I think. Yeah, uh, that's
2: true. We've entered our third decade.
0: (laughs) Of of episodes. (laughs) That that doesn't sound right. Third decade. (laughs) So today we're checking back in with our fellow tap and timer, Rodrigo. He's been really busy this past summer with uh, gigs. So we're very happy for him and uh, we just want to hear all about what went on. Rodrigo, happened, tell us what
1: happens on a gig, right? And after well, we're, one we're, year we're just
0: curious, like because so yeah, we we got little bits and pieces about what you were doing, and it was a little intriguing. So so just kind of what, and it seemed like a long term situation as well, which was seems like really great too. So just to give us a little background on what what you did this summer, so
1: it, it was a, actually it was a really nice place. It was a a beach gig. And uh, uh, we we're, were coming out of COVID, and was stuff were start, starting to open. You know, the the restaurants and the bars and stuff like that.
0: I, so, I will say, Rodrigo, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if this happens in Portugal, but this is a rite of passage for American school kids, where you come back to school and you say, "How I spent my summer." It's like an essay you have to okay. write every time. And, <laughs> so this is this is sort of how okay. I spent my summer. No, no, <laughs> <so> not, <laughs> Oh, I feel the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> there there won't be any grade in this case, don't worry, Rod.
1: So that was it. I have this friend that a couple of years ago, she 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 had this amazing gig where uh, um City Hall for the the small city uh, near the beach, they hired musicians to play in in different they have like a bunch of restaurants by the beach. So they hired the city hall hires musicians to play at those restaurants, you know, at uh, at outside the restaurant where they have the the tables and the 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 sun hats and all that. So uh, she said she, she'd done it a couple of years ago. This time COVID was, we were get, coming out of COVID. They were starting to think of, to do it again. And I asked her, well, put my name on, on the list, you know, just. And funny enough, the lady that hired really already knew the, the, the Chapman stick, already knew what I was doing. So she said, yes, of course. So uh, they actually invited me to play every Friday and Saturday for, you know, starting July, Uh, June, July, August and the, the beginning of September. So it was like the first gig after a year and a half and a bunch of them because we were playing like three restaurants per day, two days a week. So it's like six different gigs.
2: Wow. Oh, boy.
1: The really good part is that I had to, you know, pack everything just play for half an hour, pack everything, you have like 10 minutes to get to the next place, and then unpack everything, put everything together. So I had to do this in like 10 minutes, 10 minutes break to go with the stick, with the amplifier, with all that, just plug it in again. So it was actually turned out to be a, a, something that I did really fast. And that's something I did not had anticipated, which is the, how, how long do you usually take to set... Your stick with your amps and effects and all that it takes. A, to me, it used to take like half an hour or more. Now I can do it in under five minutes, which is <laughs> which was really. So really,
0: you, you perfected the the setup teardown. Yeah, I uh, reduced almost you know
1: <laughs> to the minimum, and I and I was bringing my piano bench with me because I needed to play. But the minimum of the minimum five minutes it's set up. You know, so it was wow. really.
2: So are you? Are you slapping an amp as well, or did it was their house sound? Now I had this r-
1: r- small amp, like for, a, for an acoustic guitar, Roland acoustic guitar little amp. I just plug it in, you know. Have everything set up before with um, the um, the sound effects uh, thingy. The it's like instead of having multiple pedals, I have one of those. How do you call it? Uh, Multi effect something. I don't know. Yeah,
0: which one? Uh, the
1: Boss GT zero zero one, which is something very small.
0: Okay, little, I, little guy, okay. Just to, yeah. so what do you set up on that? Just little little EQ and just, reverb yeah, or what are you EQ doing? And Yeah, EQ reverb, that's it.
1: So everything set and I just plug it in, you know, and it's like just I just need a power socket and, and 5 minutes to to put everything together and tune the instrument, which of course
2: was there a frantic going from one restaurant to the other, I've got to get there in five minutes, or was it like there was an hour of break between... No, it w-
1: actually, so I played for 30 minutes, then I had 30 minutes to get to the other place. I usually would do it in five minutes to get to the other place because they're really close, and five minutes to set things up. Then I had like 20 minutes to do nothing, which I usually ended up either talking to the musician that played there because we were rotating. So as I was coming in, someone was getting out. And they had this amazing set of musicians like two different cello players a guy playing an harp of course guitar players they had one guy playing an accordion so a whole bunch of weird instruments and just solo any beats. harpsichords no harpsichords.
0: <laughs> otherwise i wouldn't have taken oh, the games, gene. You know? sadly gene couldn't join us <laughs> Um, so quick, quick, I mean, different questions sort of, but so yeah, beach gig, like that just sounds wonderful and vacation-y. Was it, is it, is it, was it really like, I I would imagine, especially since this went on for so long, but by at some point, this is kind of, everything happens pretty quickly for you. Sounds like you had the whole setup done, but was it nice did you get to enjoy being at the beach or not
1: really but what i did enjoy is sometimes you, you because because of covid sometimes they they had a problem in one of the restaurants so it would close you know you get there and, oh it's closed so one of the musicians would be free You know, so now I have a half an hour to do nothing. What we would generally do was we would tag along with just someone else and then play a duet for, for, so there was a lot of improvising, especially with, with my friend, the cello player that got me the gig. We played a bunch of them just together, you know, just having fun in a duet setting, like, what do you play? And she started playing something and I would accompany and vice versa. So I would start playing one of my things and she would just, you know, jump in, nice. and oh, wow. so that, that was really, 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 really fun. That part, you know,
0: was any wow. of this recorded?
1: Actually, there was one I think that, that uh, like one of cell phone a guy that recorded. Oh, cell gotcha, phone no,
0: but not on your end. You didn't. You didn't. No, this was I, just I think pl- I playing it on, gig on for you. Facebook or something.
2: But oh, you know, I think I saw that. I think I saw that. But the one I think I saw was there a vocalist involved?
1: I know, <laughs> What you saw—I know what you saw. What you saw was a whole different thing, you know. Because from from the stick camp in Mallorca, there were a lot of people that I met that I haven't seen since, and that was like 2015. And this summer, Jero, which is an a amazing stick player from uh, from Catalonia, Spain came over with his wife he was he was driving a van and he would just came over to portugal you know just driving through the country and we got a chance to meet he stayed here at my place for a couple of days and we just you know goofed around and we did a bunch of recordings Uh, so he was singing and i was playing the stick sometimes he would play the stick also we would do a duet stuff like that and that was really super fun because he's an amazing player and a super nice guy, and we had a blast, you know, just, you, you know, you know, get two stick players together, and there's always something to talk about, plus his wife, Anna, she was already there in Mallorca also, so she, she's a very sweet lady, an amazing singer, an amazing pianist, so everything revolved around music, and we would, I don't know, stuff like we would go out and to the nearest beach, which is like 100 kilometers away, just to see the sunset, stuff like that, you know uh really really silly things but enjoying the summer because things are getting easier here so there's a lot of breathing room right now and people are really wanting to take advantage of the of the, the possibility of go out you know because we have like eighty five percent of the population is already vaccinated, fully vaccinated, so wow. very few cases. And uh-huh. it's really it's really easy now to go back to normal. Although uh, the gigs are not really happening that much, so there's a lot of things not, still not happening, but it's, it's, it's been opening up and people are very happy about it. So it's a very freeing lifestyle,
2: you know, to not too many. Well, speaking of the freeing lifestyle, so when you were playing at these restaurants, how close are these restaurants to the water?
1: Well, in, in, for us it's like fifty meters, which I don't know how much is. Okay, so you, they're but... right on. They are yeah, on they're on the, the beach, beach, you know. So you have the you have the the water, you have a little sand, a bit of sand, and they're okay. on the sand, you know. So, so you're you're playing and you are looking at the the sunset and the water and whatever, whatnot. Oh, that's and then, sweet. And then night sets in and it's just pitch black outside <laughs> everybody's uh-huh. inside having fun. Thing is, with these kinds of gigs, they hire you to just to to play ambience music so they're not really listening which for a stick player is like heaven because you can actually (laughs) practice the really hard stuff without you know with all the 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 clams and all the mistakes and people don't care which is amazing for a for an experienced thing so if people start paying too much attention then you start going to the easier ones you know okay this one I know but when they're just talking or whatever then that's when you get give them the the really hard pieces and it's it's an amazing experience to have because you just progress in huge leaps after a couple of weeks you're starting to, to realize okay I can do this in 10 minutes then you, I can do this in 5 minutes then I already I can play this 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 stuff and not worry too much about it and that was the real other than the money, of course, but that was the 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 best thing. It's the the experience of doing it three times a day. You know, after a couple of weeks, it just starts getting to be very easy. You don't have, you don't get so stressed so often. So it's it's a really it's experience.
0: What what sort of repertoire were you doing?
1: I would do the the, the, the stuff I did for the, for the last album. So yeah. tonula Lauer, okay. the really hard stuff that I usually would. Have to you know play for half an hour before I warm up and play those songs. I would just kind of try it, start with this one, you know, <laughs> and then people would be paying attention, and I would you know kind of simplify it and then go moving to something else or not, or they would just start talking louder and then okay, so <laughs> this is it.
2: <laughs> that was the the whole experience thing. Oh, well, that sounds cool. So um, I have never been to your country. I've never even been to Europe actually. Um, In the United States, you know, I've been to two flavors of beaches down in Southern California where I started my life. You know, the beaches were all about, you know, sunbathing and surfing. And up here in the Pacific Northwest where it's, you know, the water is not as warm and the, the, and the, the climate on the beach, it's usually much cooler than it is, you know, 100 miles inland where I live. But you know, up here it's you know it's about the scenery and it's it's the beauty and there is some surfing that goes on, but everyone's wearing you know full wet or dry suits and stuff like that. But um, it's it's different up here. What's a what's a beach in Portugal like?
1: We have this thing in Portugal, you know, uh, where we say. The country—it's all about the sun and the beach. So you either there or you're planning to go there. So everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and everything works slowly. You know, everything takes its own time because people j- just leave there. So there's a, a lot of leaving uh, the, the whole experience. Uh, but different—it's a lot like California, I would suppose, because from what I've seen when I was in LA, it's a lot like that. Although the city itself, the the little villages and whatever, everything is very much more uh, turned into the sea, so what you have the houses, you have the restaurants, you have everything, but everything is facing towards the sea, uh, instead of having the sea nearby and you have a lot of things outside, everything revolves around the sea, so People will go there, and there's a lot of surfers, of course, but people will just go and, and be on the beach, you know, sunbathing and stuff like that. A lot like you'd see on, on images from Rio de Janeiro or stuff like that, people at the beach, you know, having fun, playing volleyball, or whatever. So everybody goes there, and the whole country just stops. August, you can't do anything here. The, the whole country stops, and everybody's at the beach. Period. There's nothing happening. Wow. So there's a whole month where, you know, we work 11 months a year. Actually, it's like nine because July you're already fading out you are planning August, the vacation no,
0: yeah <laughs> you start you're planning going vacation.
1: you're still working, but you're <laughs> you're working at the beach you know it just you start leaving early, coming in late, and that's July then August, nothing happens then September slowly gradually you start <laughs> going back to work again, but still going every morning to the beach. so it's it's really a a very cultural thing we just live by the sea and we live for the sea. So it's kind of like that. I, I
0: do want to point out, I don't know if, if you know, our, our listeners know this, but pretty much all of Europe gets a month vacation every year. Typically it's either July or August. That's most of the European countries, I believe. Yeah, I think so.
2: So wow. you, for you guys, it's not like that? No. No. It's not. Okay. I do no. not know that. I mean, people take vacations, but, uh, you know, you, everyone takes it individually you know uh, according to their own schedules <laughs>
0: yeah know, i, I so. think in the us the, the the concept of taking a whole month off in one go i mean it it doesn't really exist
1: okay so it's like yeah, you take one week of off and then you go back and then yeah a
0: couple of weeks typically yeah, a week a or two weeks for a long one, Yeah, yeah, you can have
1: that here also. The thing is, the weeks you're working, you're not actually working. You're just fulfilling calendar. And then you can, you know, it's, it's kind of like a lie, but okay. So, so I'll take two, two weeks off and then, but actually the the ones were not off, the people that can, st- still can, can see them at the beach. So <laughs> we're just not working in in August. Nobody does anything. So, wow,
2: But spending a whole, spending a whole, what? Two and a half months at the beach—that would be awesome! Wow, that's, that's a, you awesome. know the, I mean, the, love, the dark
1: the skin we have. It's 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 easy. actually it's very light, but we just spend too many hours at the sun, so it gets dark. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's great.
1: that's great! It's a whole Mediterranean kind of thing, you know. You have this in southern France, southern Spain, in Italy, in northern Africa, like Algiers and and uh, Turkey and Tunisia, and everything around the, the the whole Mediterranean. You have this thing with with the the, the sea and the and the um, yeah, not doing too much during summer.
2: <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. So while you were there. I mean, how many instruments did you have with you? What were you playing?
1: Ha. I, I was playing the, the Chapman stick. I was playing my 12 strings because that's the, the instrument I had the most pieces worked on for. And um, it's it's just, it was too too complicated to bring. I was playing so many places, it was just complicated to bring more than one. So I brought this one because it, it was the one that offered me more options. These days, I rarely play the the, um, the railboard anymore. Since I got the Dragonfly, because it's ten, ten strings, and what I can do on the railboard, I can do on the twelve strings. The Dragonfly is a whole different thing, so it's, I tend to gravitate between these two instruments: the the, the grand and, um, and the acoustic Dragonfly.
0: So, tell us a bit more about this Dragonfly. How how did that come about? I think we talked a little bit about it before. Yeah. Um, it's, well, the Dragonfly is
1: is uh. As as Emmett says, it's a uh, it's a fretboard tapping instrument. So it's um, same much as as the stick and a bunch of other instruments that there are out there. It's for tapping. It's a fretboard tapping instrument. Uh, Mark Harrington, the guy that created it, uh, when I first saw it, the, his latest invention was having a six-string acoustic bass for tapping. Something like this, you know. So he had this model built with six strings. And he would call it something closer to a bass, you know, rather than uh, a guitar, I suppose, although it goes way up. And we started talking and I, you know, and I said, oh, that, that sounds actually good. It sounds really cool. And I asked him, it's, it's a shame you don't, because I've searched on his website and I knew that he has this very specific thing he does. Most instruments, is it's like straight forths or stuff like that. He doesn't really build that many 10 strings let alone 12. So we were just goofing around talking and I said, well, if you had a 10 string, I probably would buy one. And he just replied, well, if 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 you really want one, I could I could build one for you. <laughs> and you know, we started yeah. going back and forth with this thing and eventually I just I because I like most of us uh, everybody's seen Bob's videos with the the his acoustic, right? So it's a ten string. Oh yeah,
2: I've got his album Acoustic Dawn. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's it's a phenomenal sound.
1: And you have Nima that has uh, another, the other of of Bob's acoustic, and he did he has a couple of videos also, and it sounds terrific. And it's just like something
2: that we want. Everyone wants to have yeah. that that
1: the option so to use that for kind our of listeners sound. That
2: maybe aren't aware. Um, what we're talking about is Emmett made. I think Emmett did them all. Um, there's only a few of them. There's like two or three that, I, that, I, that I'm aware of. But it's basically, uh, it's a Chapman stick, but it has a body at the bottom with a sound box. So it can be played acoustically. And so with the play on words, it's called the acoustic. And uh, so that's, you know, uh, just so you understand that when Rodrigo says, oh, the acoustic, he means, that's actually the name of the instrument, the acoustic but uh, unfortunately, Emmett doesn't build those. Oh,
1: I, I think almost everyone wrote him once, saying, "Is there any chance I could get one?" I think he doesn't even reply anymore. You know, it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's not in in Stick Enterprises plans. But and from from what I remember, I think Emmett did the whole uh, the neck thing, and the, they had a luthier building the the hollow body, the body of the instrument, right? Yeah,
0: that's what I recall so, too.
1: So it's like. It was an experiment made for Bob and I think there are those two instruments and that was it. And although for the whole rest of the stick community, there there's quite an appeal in having what we do have and having an option of working with an acoustic thing. With this Dragonfly, there was another curiosity, which is um mark developed a whole instrument instead of building a stick and trying to put a, a hollow body into it to amplify it he he worked the other way around the the whole thing was different it was he was building an, an an acoustic instrument using nylon strings which is not something that you would actually think it would work tapping. So from what I remember, I might not be 100% correct. So there was this Argentinian company developing amazing strings that could be tapped, nylon strings could be tapped uh, and stuff like that going really low uh, into the bass register. So there was a whole lot of things happening. And Mark builds acoustic instruments also, so he, he knows how to do it. So
2: your Dragonfly does not have regular guitar strings? Actually, no, it's not regular
1: guitar strings. The, the oh, strings I had no idea. There are strings for a guitar, but the string manufacturer, what they do, they, they build strings that you can put on a traditional guitar, but to go and have it like an acoustic bass uh, going as low as an acoustic bass on a traditional guitar or going to the cello register into an acoustic guitar. So they develop strings that you can put on an acoustic guitar that are not the regular guitar strings so to use other tunings going way 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 lower okay
2: all right so it's about register yeah. I, for for some reason i was thinking it was well these strings there was something about them that made them easier to tap
1: they do because as low when you start getting lower and they're getting thicker and the the, the metal part in the nylon strings gets bigger they are a lot they become a lot easier to tap so um that was one of the things so th- this instrument sounds amazing almost across the fretboard but once you start getting lower it sounds really unlike anything out there so it sounds even better than my double bass on the very low register so it's it's what i use these days to record you know i don't use a double bass anymore because it sounds better than the, than the one and i have a pretty good one so, and wow. I've been playing that for 30 years. So for me to change, you know, people ask me to, can you just do the bass parts in whatever with the double bass? Sure. And then I use the, the Dragonfly because
2: okay. it sounds better. All right. I got to do it. Can, can I, can I hear it?
1: Yeah, you, you can hear it, but all the, <laughs> there's a little catch since it just has 10, 10 strings and I need it for the, the guitar pieces that I'm working on, I actually changed the tuning. So I started going up and getting away from the load register. So it doesn't really go that low anymore because I, I moved it into the opposite direction. So uh, you won't hear that going that low.
0: That's actually interesting. Cause I know one of the things with a stick is how flexible it is to change the tuning and, and, and adjust kind of the ranges and, and all that. How, how does that work on your dragonfly?
1: It's, it's pretty much the same, although when, nylon is, is more elastic than metal strings, so you can, like, you can change tunings, like going, I don't know, almost as t- two whole steps, you know, the same string, just stretch it up or release it a whole lot more than you can do on a metal string. So as I was trying stuff and trying different strings and trying different tunings and trying to, the thing is, just going backwards a little bit, so when I got into this deal with Mark and he, he finally we settled on building a 10-string, in my mind there's always this thing, that I'm a Chapman stick player and I play according to Amit's tunings and with his free hands technique. So that's what I wanted to take advantage of. I didn't want to figure out a whole new different tuning or... Whole new different techniques. So I wanted to use what I already had with the Chapman stick and just use it on this instrument. So this is an acoustic instrument built for tapping. That everything else on it that kind of like approaches the stick. It's because it's for my own convenience because Mark doesn't build them with the. Actually, he does because everyone wants to. But his original concept was not having inverted fifths. That's something that I need and that I love and that I use. So uh, when we were programming the whole thing, how many strings and how how will we set them, and, and for me it was a non-issue or it was non-debatable. I need these kind of tunings because this is how I play. I don't want to learn everything from scratch again. So um, I was kind of lost where was this starting from
0: i guess i was more curious how, how are you like physically changing the tunings like i know on on the stick you have the, the the intonatable bridge and all that like how how easy is that on the dragonfly
1: well you don't change practically anything yeah. well you, you can't okay. change anything you don't have flaps
0: and stuff like gotcha. that you don't, okay so it's yes yeah.
1: kind of like an acoustic guitar and an acoustic bass and it's built like that with the the, the the very ancient techniques that you would use to to build acoustic instruments, it has two particularities. Which is the first one: the strings are very low, and it's set up to be tapped, not plucked. So that's the first thing. And the second one is the kind of woods, the the whole building of the instrument. It's so so sensitive in order to be able to amplify and have an acoustic sound it has to be much more sensitive uh, and fragile than a traditional guitar. So if you tap on a, on a traditional guitar, it doesn't really sound like anything. If you tap on a dragonfly, you, you listen to, to the notes, you listen to everything. So there has a fair amount of volume for an acoustic instrument. So that was... That was that, and plus then the tunings, the thing is with nylon strings, you can, uh, you know, the first one, which is my instrument, didn't have any markings, so I just, I bought some inlay stickers, and then I would change the stickers because, okay, I'm gonna try it with, uh, with this kind of thing, and with C here, or G here, whatever, and I would change the inlays from position to position in order to have the, the inlays matching the, my experience with the Chapman stick, so it doesn't have any inlays in itself, it's just something that I glue. Uh, whenever I change the, the tunings. Eventually, I'd end up using just traditional match reciprocal because it just works great. So...
0: So rod just a, I guess an additional question on that and forgive me because i'm not I'm not a guitarist and I don't play acoustic guitar certainly um, but so when you're when you're changing ranges like you said that are you is it just kind of you're able to do it because the nylon strings are more more elastic or are you at some point picking different strings or you're just it's just because it's more elastic yeah it's it's just because it's more elastic okay. so you can
1: have like like on a, a normal stick you have the lowest note the nose tappable note it's like it's a C right so you can just of uh, i don 't know how I, how you say it you can lower it to a b or a b flat on an aisle string it won't you won 't change much, or, And you can raise it up to a d or an e flat and it won 't change that much it won 't put that much pressure on on the instrument. Another thing is with nylon and tapping, you would use this the uh the tension of the the string the guitar strings, but the tension is a lot lower than the ones, so let me put it this way: the highest note, the, the highest uh, st- string on a guitar, it's an E, right? So that string, if you put it on a dragonfly, you would tune it over above D or above um, C sharp. So you you want the strings to be very uh, floppy, very. Would,
0: They're under less tension, just like the yes, stick is exa- under less tension. Like, exactly. A, yeah. So okay. if you
1: put it on a on the, the tension they were built for. It's it's just you won't get enough sound out of it. So one of the th- big things with nylon is they have to they have to have very low tension in order to to produce volume. So but there's a fair amount of flexibility that you can go back and forth. And I think each one of us would have its own tuning. Yeah. With the, with there's about I don't know seven eight dragonflies already, and it's like everyone I think everyone has a, its own little thing with with the tuning and then we just try different strings from different manufacturers because another thing with the nylon is uh once when you get higher and higher and higher you start losing volume and particularly you start losing sustain of the notes so you start changing from nylon to there's there's a bunch of different materials they do nylon strings these days like carbon fiber and carbon this and whatever and whatnot so a bunch of things and I, i bought like Ten different packs of strings until I found the ones that I really, really like. Which not exactly nylon, it's a different mixture of something. So they're a little bit brighter for the very high register and they they, they have more sustain. So you get kinda like try a bunch of things before it's not a traditional guitar string, so
0: mm. and you mentioned that, you know, with, with the way it's built it's a lot more sensitive than a guitar even are you finding is this an instrument you kind of need to let sit on stage and settle a bit before you really tune it up or does it change much on you just in terms of the the environmental factors it
1: doesn't change that much although one thing is for sure you can feedback very easy on it so it's so sensitive and the the pickup we mark usually uses and we kind of settle on this one it's a, a dual pickup it has a piezo glued to the back of the of the, the top and it has a microphone inside. So once you start, even if you just mute the microphone, because if you're on a big stage with a big PA system, just the, the, the subwoofers and all that would make this in- the instrument vibrate, you know, and the instrument starts vibrating and it, immediately you have feedback. So we're kind of working on something to have a, like a feedback suppressor because if you, uh, on, from a certain level of, st- of stages, you really have a problem with feedbacks. So um, um, there's something that it's uh, we're still working on, because big stages, very 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 sensitive instrument, acoustic instrument, even for the piezo part, the wood just starts moving, you know and if the wood moves it's it's doing what
0: it's supposed to do (laughs) yeah exactly
1: so there's a it's a conundrum right so you have you want it to be very very sensitive on the other hand you don't want it to be too sensitive so it's like
2: okay so like a regular guitar body a regular guitar wouldn't really have the same issue just because it doesn't have to be as sensitive exactly inside there if you
1: pass your fingers on on the top of a guitar a really good concert guitar and then you pass it, your fingers on top of the dragonfly, you can see it's like paper thin. And it's a lot more fragile, and you can see, feel that it it vibrates a lot more than a really good concert guitar, which is like, I don't know, let's say it has two millimeters thickness, and this one would probably would have a little bit less, but it it's much more flexible. Plus, that's the, the final thing, the wood he uses, uh, unlike the stick where there's the electronic that does all the controls the tone on this guy you have the, the wood starting to to have a, an important role so what he uses it's a for for mine at least i don't think he, he's used it on on everyone but he, the wood i have it's called aler, alerce which is like a, a very very old uh, wood that he got from some settlers' houses and stuff, like two hundred, three hundred year old wood that just mm-hmm. doesn't rotten and stuff like that. It's and, and it's like impossible to have, and it's prohibited to 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 cut the, down the tree. So you have to find very old wood if you want to use it. So it, it's like a very very specific kind of wood, but it just allows for for all of this for the sensitivity of the instrument. Plus, he's a very he he builds this. Instruments like you would you would see a luthier building a violin or or something like that, which is a, a completely different approach because it's a, it's an acoustic approach to an instrument. Uh,
0: um, well, now he he builds like electric instruments as well, right? The acoustic is does. just one of the models because he's got a variety of tapping instruments, right? Yeah,
1: and guitars and and yeah. builds a whole bunch of instruments. But from what I don't know if, if I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say something that I'm not supposed to, but I I, I really think he <laughs> the ones he he loves doing it's t- the the dragonfly the the, the ten string acoustic and well at this point I can just say that he's we've moved on from the the ten string and we're starting to look into the we've mm-hmm. been looking at it but he's he started building up uh, a twelve strings instruments also because i missed too much of the lower end so uh <laughs> he's starting to build the, the 12 string he's building one for himself finally because he, he builds instruments he just sells them he's an amazing <laughs> musician he doesn't get to play one you know so he's building it? One for I've, himself. S-
0: I've seen a lot of stick players pop up with videos and photos of a, a brand new dragonfly acoustic so i think he's been making a bunch of these so i
1: think i probably should be able to count them because i uh, I've been keeping track of every instrument. Oh name, yeah. Who's going, but I can I can I can honestly I can honestly say that the all the the, the, dra- the acoustic dragonflies went to stick players that just needed the extra color available. You know, so it's not it's not like you're competing with a, with a stick. They're so different that the kind of repertoire you have for each one it doesn't overlap because I can show you, Vic. You were. I want to hear saying, it. Yeah. yeah so can, there's a couple of things that we can. I can, for example, if you if you have like on a stick, you have this thing. The lower note to the higher note, they're all playable, right? They're all impeccable, playable notes. Not yeah. on this instrument. So as high as you go, you start having problems with the notes. So you have like this is an F, and then I can have the same half like way up here. Okay. This is like the highest note I have. And it's, yeah. it's it's not playable. It, yeah, it's so, just a
0: little trickier to play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's like
1: once you get into the realm of the acoustic, you start having limitations. The Chapman Stick is perfect. You know, it says from it's like a piano from the lowest to the highest. Every note is playable. Every note you can make music out of every single one of them. With this instrument, it's like a guitar. So you have places that it's easier, places that it's harder. The sustain it's much much shorter once you go higher the repertoire you develop for each one kind of tends to go very different, opposite directions. So something that I would play on a a stick would be like... So this is something that I would do on on a Chapman stick. But for this instrument, I tend to go to gravitate towards stuff like... Much more like suitable for, for classical for certain kinds of classical music or lute music. Lute music sounds amazing on this one. So this this is the kind of thing that really excels with this instrument or uh, guitar pieces like uh, barrios and stuff like. So stuff like this works really nice on this instrument and it really b- brings out the the best of the of the music. First stick stuff, I would prefer the Chapman stick. So the the repertoire will go different ways depending on which instrument I'm playing. So yeah, that's that's it. It's a very specific instrument for a very specific kind of music, I would suppose. And and it it teaches me a lot about finding new ways to 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 play stuff because it's 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 not stereo so uh you have like from the lowest note to the highest note it's it's the same instrument the same pickup doing the whole so you have to control the lower notes because they will tend to overlap the the higher ones and there's a whole bunch of things plus since you have less sustain you tend to use both hands or i do to To keep notes ringing, you know, so instead of doing like a scale, I would do. So I would use both hands. You're sharing the notes between both hands. So just to have more notes, more ringing notes, otherwise it would start getting, you don't have that on the stick because you have... uh, it's easier to play a whole scale on one hand. With this instrument, you tend to divide the scale between both hands. so that's
0: no, now, Rod, I have a very important question. When you're out playing your dragonfly acoustic, do people ask you if it's a sitar? <laughs> <laughs> With this one, actually the, the it, it's actually way closer to a sitar with the body on the end of it you yeah but you know what people when people look at this they immediately they immediately know
1: what it is they immediately know because they say oh I have one of those at the house in my house
0: and I said, what it's a guitar yeah they no, assume it's, it's a guitar not, it's
1: like my grandfather my grandfather used to play one of those and you're like huh a <laughs> so lute what, what, what are they thinking whatever they think it's a very oh, ancient instrument that they've seen gotcha. somewhere so they don't they don't ask you what it is? what it is they just yeah. Say oh it's I have one of those or I've seen one of those or my grand- grandfather used to play one of those and you just it's just like you 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 just speechless, those and you say oh, okay
0: cool so <laughs> that well they kind of notice it's not really a guitar but they kind of associate it with yeah something. they yeah, because okay okay the, the
1: whole the whole design I think it's quite a magnificent idea so it's it kind of looks like a uh, baroque instrument or something like that yeah so we you would feel yeah it's a very ancient instrument a new one but from a very old model so you don't.
0: I feel like the way the headstock is with it's like cut out in the middle, I feel like that contributes to that sort of old school kind of more like older yeah. instrument kind of look to it. It
2: looks really neat. Yeah, you know, the tuning pegs are are 90 degrees off from a stick. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole body, the whole
1: thing is it's quite unique and quite yeah. beautiful. Kind of resembles a, a teardrop
0: or something like that.
1: Yeah. And it's um it's a it just looks very, very like a very old model of something. And
0: does that sit on a peg? Is there a peg on the bottom for the height, or not?
1: Well, oh, so. Actually, it was one of the ideas that I brought with to the instrument, which we have a, a cello spike. On it's it, a vocal you know? spike, okay. Yeah. So they have this, these days. They have like that lady friend I was telling you about the, the cello player. She used to have one of a cello spike made of carbon fiber, and I said to, to Mark, "Listen, there are carbon fiber <laughs> spikes." And now, because you can play, you just can hold it between your legs, and yeah, right. But I'm a bass player. I'm used to having spikes. So, so he did. A, uh, he sent me a, um, like a. Uh, the instrument with a, a smaller spike and I just brought it to Luthier and put a cello spike that works wonders. And eventually Mark just uh, took on the idea. And I think every one of them has a cello spike. Mm. Although you can play it standing up also, you can put like a, a strap on it and yeah. play it like a standing up, which I never did. So I do not know how it works. Mm. Wow. It's a, a really fun instrument to play and it I'll tell you this, if I'm going to sing, it allows for much more breathing room than uh, the stick does. That's something I wasn't expecting, and there's something that happens, which is uh, probably Alex Nachas will feel the same way because he's been singing a lot and using the dragonfly. Uh, it just You just have more room for the voice. I don't know why. It just has leaves you more room. On the other hand, if you're playing a solo gig, I wouldn't just bring this one for, for the solo. I can bring a stick and do... Make, make do with it. With this one, probably not. So it, it has its own limitations. Although it's not something that I would ever imagine myself not playing. So it's it's um it's just a complement, uh, something that complements the, the the stick and allows me to, to go into a different direction uh, than the stick does. It's not uh, something that I would sh- choose either one. Over the other, it's just something you 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 know. It's like a guitar player would probably. uh, I don't I don't know about classical guitar players, but every guitar electric guitar player I know, and I know a few hundreds of them, they all have an acoustic guitar at the house. You know, so it's the same thing. So you will have
0: a different kind of tonal option. Exactly. So
1: that's all about that. Plus, it doesn't have. Uh, the stick has so many features, like you were saying, Vic, like, uh, and it has the flaps and you have, the, you have all this tweaking you can do with the stick and the, the, the different pickups and stuff like that. You can change every, almost everything about the stick. This is a whole different thing. It's, just, it's this. It's an acoustic fretboard tapping instrument with nylon strings. That's the, the really fun part of it.
2: Well, two questions. Number one, um, the tapping effort, you know, is it harder to tap than a, than a stick is? And number two, I mean, because I assume the answer is yes, but there's nylon strings that comes in, that'll comes that probably come into to play, I guess. Uh, but number two, in a quiet room, can you play it without amplification and yes. people still hear it?
1: Yes, you can. Although it, probably the really low notes, you won't have enough bottom on the low end to, to feel comfortable, but you can hear it. So it's fairly audible. And you, can, you can, I could have, like in my living room, I can play. I, usually I play every night and I'm just sitting there and playing. And if there's people in, in the room, they're listening to it. So it's, it's, uh, you can't play it, go to a restaurant and start playing it because people won't understand half of what you do. But that was the second question. The first one, how easy it is. Actually, there's um, I'm still figuring it out because with acoustic instruments the more i think greg would be a great guy to answer about the physics of this because there's a there's a sweet spot between the energy you put on the string and when it's too much and when it's not enough. With acoustic, it's even more obvious. So if you're playing it too light, you're not getting enough of, out of the body of the instrument, you know. So if you're playing it too hard, you start having a lot of noise and a lot of tapping, a lot of thumping, you know. So there's, a, a, there's a, actually a sweet spot. Plus, reverbs on it, f- from my personal perspective, Suck because they will tend to, to exaggerate. The, you know, the, 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 the fingers going like this noise of the fingers through, through the strings? The more reverb you have, the less, the more horrible it sounds. So you have to have very low reverb. You have to just keep to the acoustic, you know, and try to do everything with your fingers. It's different from, from the stick. You have to develop a different sensitivity to it, but it's not much more strength than you would use on a Chapman stick, I suppose. All right! Wow. So wow. I guess that's that about the the acoustic dragonfly, which I can guarantee you it's a fun and a blast to play. <laughs> 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 can you, do you guys want me to do like uh, one thing in, compa- in comparison to the other, just to you know like a quick five second
2: comparison between the two instruments? The, the, right? Yeah,
1: between the stick and the just get, oh, yeah. we'll get a stick. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. So just for the sake of the audience. uh, Well, you know, you can edit this out, so. Yeah, I'm going, uh, yeah, yeah, just cut it. We we can chat, you can edit this out. But he's going over and he's grabbing his grand, his grand stick and he's going to play a few notes on that and then he'll play the same thing on the Dragonfly, I think is what he has in mind. Exactly. Just to give a comparison in terms of the sound and the tone and stuff. Is
1: this okay? Yes. So this is a, a, a very simple thing I usually do on the stick. Usually I start my gigs with this one because it's a very nice warm-up. So this is how it sounds on the stick. Now I'm going to do the same thing on a Dragonfly, and you'll see the difference. So you can see the difference about the sustain of the notes that I was telling you about. So this is like the highest, l- the limit. Now something completely different the other way around. Something that sounds better on the Dragonfly. like. Um On the stick. Try not to let fall
0: any of these instruments.
2: We're kind of giving Rodrigo a workout here.
0: <laughs> making okay. Rodrigo juggle his instruments.
1: As you can see, you have like the same instrument, different instruments playing the same thing, but will sound completely different. One will make the music come alive; the other one just makes it dull and boring. It's not even worth the the effort of playing it. On like this piece on this on the railboard board, it sounds great. On on the with the stick up here, I don't really like this one. So, but on the acoustic, it sounds amazing. So, and the other way around.
0: Now, now, another question for you. Now, because I see you, so you're you're kind of holding your stick, and when we see the the dragonfly in the background a little bit, and it's it's pretty obvious how much. So with the this, this, the length of the stick, the length between the frets gets a lot wider at the at the the upper part. Are you finding that it's difficult to switch like this? Are, are you finding that you're playing songs, maybe not just because of the tone, but because of the the interval? Like I, personally, between my SG and my my grand, I haven't found that the the fret length different. I feel like your, your brain or your body adapts to it. I'm curious, in your case, do you find that's the same thing? It doesn't exactly make that the same much? Exactly okay, yeah.
1: yeah. Since I have different repertoire, you know, I don't even realize it's a different length
2: of, yeah. of
1: a different size in, but on, uh, on the fret space. But you're right, if I try, like when I just did try to play the same thing, going from the one to the other, and I was like, okay, this is I'm always falling, the hands were, the fingers were falling on the wrong place because it, they're not supposed to go there. So, yeah, there's a difference. But the thing with different repertoires and different instruments is you tend to, the brain figures it out and has specifications for each instrument in regards to a specific song. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Like for me, when I went from the 10 string to the 12, I felt like the the spacing of the strings really threw me off. It took me a long time to get used to that. But I don't feel like the the spacing of the frets does as much. It's a weird. I don't know why yeah, that is.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that.
0: 100%. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. weird. Like, why? Why does it make a difference one way and not the other? I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I had the same problem also. So okay, yeah.
0: okay. Wow, yeah. interesting. Well, thank, thanks thanks for that demo. That's really. Yeah. Uh, let's put this
1: here before it falls. Can you imagine having one of these instruments fall, and and you having end up with a broken instrument? Like on the That's ranks, never. That's on, never fun. No, on the wrong side of the Atlantic, you know. <laughs> for <laughs> either one of them.
0: That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you still have your your rail board, you know. So. Yeah, I do. But actually, the
1: rail board is. It's. I'm gonna do some a couple of, of of participations on a couple of records with it because it's 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 just an amazing instrument. Also, it you just you just can't play everything, you know, all the time because you. Eventually, you start gravitate towards one or two of the rear instruments, and the the other ones start getting behind. But, um, yeah.
2: So, were you the first 10 string Dragonfly customer?
1: Yes. So, this is number one. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, he, he's
2: like kind of seven. the
0: reason, he's part of the reason they, really, the main reason they exist. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The, the <laughs> 10 string version. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, yeah, yeah, I, meant Rodrigo, that, I meant And that. now he's, is
2: he's, yeah. Although, so it sounds like you, know, you started you started something, and then he's basically gotten a bunch of orders for this. Uh, well, actually, the, the merit is all, is all marks. I mean, he's the guy that
1: it, it, I don't know how many months it takes it takes to, to build one of them, but it's like six months. You know, he's working on one instrument for six months. it's wow. it's, it's unbelievable. And the whole design, the whole quality of the build, and the things you like, much like the, the Chapman Stick. Although, with this kind of work as an acoustic instrument builder, there are so many different pieces of wood that go into this and into that, and different colors. And once you realize a different color means a different wood altogether, glued together, and it's a little. Thin stripe of whatever, and you have realized that's a different wood. So it's it's amazing the, the amount of work, and the whole design thing. It's all Mark's idea. I just pushed him into building a ten-string version of
0: it. You asked him to build a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, and and it was
1: just like in people, you know. Once once there's one, and you realize okay, it works. So I want one too. So that would that's what happened. So most of I think or all of the orders for the ten-string. Drag, uh, Dragonfly just came out of uh, okay, so there's that and it works. So I'm gonna have one too. There's a bunch of them already. I don't know yeah. six, seven, eight, like twenty more on hold. I would, I hope. <laughs> and and but I know there are a few of them on hold. So plus Mark is an amazing guy and a, a super, super, super good friend and a, a very nice guy. And it, it's just it's fun to chat with. You know, I had a problem with my instrument once. Because it kind of, I, I left it in where I shouldn't have. And it kind of <laughs> had a problem. And I just called him in a panic. And it, it took, we were on a, a video call for three days while I was repairing my own instrument. He was like, it took me, I have to confess, it took me two days just to build the tools. And he 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 walked me through the building of the tools. Wow. Wow. And then for two days, and on a third day, we just glued the whole thing that was supposed to be glued. And I glued it, and it was that for like 30 minutes. Okay, it's done. You it took, just talked about days.
0: the stress of like... Dropping an instrument and breaking it, but yet you kind of just went through the process of fixing your instrument Yeah, but anyway, how, so. how many
1: builders do you know that will take gonna, yeah. three days out of their lives no. for a video call with you and no. walk you step by step? And even when I was at, in the store, you know, buying glues and stuff like that, and he was like, do, do they have this? And I was like, reading? <laughs>
2: no, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so he,
1: he, like it took me for, for three You're days. Skyping wow. from
2: the hardware store?
1: Yeah, so he's, he's that kind of guy. So I yeah. would imagine there's not much like most of the people I know from from the stick community or all the people actually I know. I have never had a problem with anyone, but it's all about the music. But once you get through the music, actually, it's all about the people. And Mark is one of the, those people also. So
2: you know, it sounds like I mean, it sounds like Mark. In that respect, he has that in common with Emmett because how many of us have reached out to stick enterprises with an issue that we're having and we get a reply from Emmett, you know, or you know, you're calling somewhere and Emmett picks up the phone to talk to you about whatever it is you're asking about. So, yeah, it sounds like there's a, a bit of a common element there. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, there's nothing much more than to say than that. I, I
1: think everyone knows Emmett's like my idol, so he's like the man. And yeah, you're right. When when you pick or I mean, when you write an email and you get the answer, an answer from the man, and with the guy that you admire the most, it's like you're like on top of the world. So yeah, Emmett's like that, and he's. Reachable and you can talk with him, and you can, he can he always teaches you stuff, you know. Even if not, yeah. if you're asking him like something,
2: the same way, that's yeah, just
1: cool, which is amazing that's when cool. you know, you have these guys that could just you know uh, mind their own business and not care, and they build things, they sell them, it's that's that. But then you get to admire those the human qualities of those people. So yeah, in that regard, they. They're very much alike. They're very, very, very good people, amazing human beings, and creative minds. With the f- you, can only find so many of those.
0: I, I will say too, I, like I've, I've never personally communicated with with Mark. Um, I had heard of Dragonfly and, and seen those before. I think this all came up with the with the acoustic uh, ten string. Um, but he's got some really cool YouTube videos of him playing. Um, I've always really enjoyed those musician. those videos yeah. of his um and he does he does this like real fun thing where he's kind of duetting with himself you know like um but he's he's got a bunch of really fun youtube videos
1: and you know there actually this is, this is another thing that's very curious about him i mean he plays he has regular tunings right so he, he plays the thing with his his own instruments with his regular tunings. But he builds this instrument and he starts to play them and he does like stuff that I got to steal that idea from him. I don't know how he's doing that. But he manages to, you know, and he says, oh, uh, this guy's um, dragonfly is complete. I'm going to take it for a a test drive. And he starts messing with the instrument. You're like, huh, man, that's that's beautiful. How, How are you doing that? And so, yeah, that's that. The 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 guy I was telling you about the 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 stick player from Catalonia zero has the same thing. He he picks any of my sticks plus his own sticks, whatever, whatever the tuning, and he starts making music with it. And you're like, how do how how do you?
0: (laughs) give me that bag. Just (laughs)
2: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that bag. (laughs) You can't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there
2: are these these guys all around the world. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, you know, Rodrigo, thanks a lot for letting us, you know, pick your brain and uh, and hear about well, what sounds like a pretty amazing summer of music, and then uh, and then an instrument that that you're kind of you know one of the trailblazers for in a way, and uh, you know, it's it's cool just to have you on the Tap and Time team also uh, and whatnot because you know you're actually you've, you've You've turned into one of the faces of stick music around the world. I mean, you're on a documentary running all the time in Brazil. People come to you to play on their albums. People call you up and say, hey, can you play every weekend on the beach for us for two and a half months? And, you know, you're you're really active, and I like that. Yeah, that's, that that's the visible fun part, because I have a, a, a really bad
1: humor, and I'm always cranky, so...
2: That's the yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, we've noticed that. a
0: Yeah, lot. Crank, real cranky, Rodrigo. Yeah. That's that's how we picture you all the time. Yeah. Uh,
2: so. Yeah. So, so I think we're gonna bring this episode to a close now. So, for all of you that are listening, thanks a lot for tuning in, and we hope that sometime in the next day or so, you get a chance to pick up your instrument and play for a while. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: care about your comments, but if you want to leave them anyway, you can contact us at tapintimepodcasts at gmail.com.